Welcome to the Healthy Habits for Life podcast. I'm Dr. Carol Perlman, a psychologist, health coach, and married mom of two boys. I went from a frazzled working mother who hit snooze until the last possible moment to a vibrant business owner who jumps out of bed at 5 a.m. excited about my day. I once felt completely overwhelmed by my endless task list, but have learned to work smarter, not harder, by studying health habits, mindset, and time management. I love to teach others how to implement top recommendations for health, happiness, and success. Yes, busy moms can follow a nutrition plan that supports their goals, create a daily exercise routine, and stay on top of their to-do list, and go to bed feeling fantastic about the day. Tune in each week as I share my best strategies for creating and sustaining daily habits for a healthy lifestyle, and chat with other experts in the health and wellness industry. Now on to this week's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here for another episode. We are continuing with this series on live coaching. And today, I'm so happy to have my friend Lisa here with us, who has been willing to come on to the podcast live and do some live coaching. So hi, Lisa, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Super excited to go through this with you. So Lisa is a client. She, um, you know, we've been working together on a range of topics and habits over the past couple of years. And as you said to me, Lisa, this year, you're really diving into time management and you're really looking at your systems and day-to-day flow and trying to really maximize it. So I'm really happy to have this opportunity to dive in and see if we can troubleshoot today and take a look at some of the glitches you're feeling and see if we can help you get some clarity. So before we get into that, let's just back up and paint the picture for people listening, just in terms of what life looks like, work, home life, just so they get a sense of what you're juggling. Okay. So um, I'm a teacher. I teach young children and I have been off for the summer, um, but I've had some other family things going on. Um that have taken a lot of my energy, um, which has kind of left me um, a little bit scattered and not really able to um, to prioritize and organize the tasks that I need to do. Um, and as I head back to school, I'm thinking this is a great time because it will organize me and get me off on on good footing for my for my school year um, as I begin. So um, my goal is to become more organized and to learn to manage my time. It's perfect timing, as I've been saying on the podcast. Um, you know, it's September and it's back to school. And even whether you have kids at home or not, it's just in the air, right? It's this sense mm-hmm. of renewal and okay, summer's over. We're gonna put that summer mode behind us, boohoo, and just kind of focus. And (laughs) there's something great about that. There's a season for everything. And so there's a season to relax. And then there's a season to dial in the focus and really move the dial forward and on things. So this is a great time to do that. And I want to just acknowledge and really normalize the fact that you had a thing um, happen over the summer, you know, where a family member members needed um, more of your time. And I just want to normalize for you and for everyone that that's going to happen that. And in fact, one of the things we'll probably get into, I was just talking about this on the on the last podcast uh, coaching episode that we did was that unexpected things happen every day. So even when you have the best of plans, it's never going to play out exactly how you thought it would. And then there will be chunks of time where you, you know, 
the flow doesn't look the way like it normally does. And I just want to normalize that because it will happen. And we rather than fight it, if we can embrace it and say, okay, you know, this is life, but let me see what I can do about it and how I can navigate that successfully. And I think when you have the foundation that we're going to be working on, you're going to have a lot more awareness of how you can get through those unexpected events and demands that come up and still really feel on track and like you can hang on to the things that are important to you. So I have a feeling by the time we finish today, you're going to feel really different about that. So, um, okay. So you've been off for the summer. You're a teacher. You're getting ready to go back. You are married. So you live with someone else in your home and you take care of a home. So, and you have a big family around you. So you have a lot of demands that you juggle. Yes. Yeah. Several hats. (laughs) Yeah. And I also know if I can share this, that you're someone who really values your health. And so I know that your health habits are also front and center on your radar. And you really try to do a great job of making sure that those get time and attention as well. Thank you. I do. That's important. Very important to me. Yeah. Okay. So um, do you want to start there with the challenge of having a greater demand on you than normal? Is that one of the first things you want to address or is there something else you want to dive into? Um, Really? No. Um, You know, the the biggest challenge for me this summer and what really, so so when I I always start off my summer with, okay, well, these are the tasks I want to get done. And this is, you know, and this, by the end of the summer, this is what I hope to have done. And um, this summer, there was a situation um, with a family member um, we, we actually had a death in the family and I was, um, my sister and I have been tr- trying to sort of settle that, um, mm. person's affairs. So, um, it's been, that's taken all my energy. Yeah. So I reached yeah. this point now in the summer and I'm thinking, and it's funny cause I've sort of been beating myself up over not getting certain things done when in fact, everything else took all my time. Yeah. So in, in not just, you know, my physical time, but then like emotionally too, right? Mm-hmm. Cause you're, you're trying to breathe and sort of carry on. And, and then I still, I mean, I have my husband at home. I have two adult kids. I have two grandsons, two grandsons. Um, and that's all, all my joy. And I still, Thank God I was able to, you know, I've, I've never let the joy go, but um, just trying to just trying to find time. And, yeah. and I realized that you know, the energy that I spent on all those other things was the energy I would have spent doing yeah. what I had planned to do. So it it t- it took away two elements of your resources, emotional resources, because understandably that's there, you know, grieving the loss and mm-hmm. kind of wrapping your brain around that and, and figuring out what moving forward will look like. And then there was the actual time demand yeah. of settling affairs, which is a huge, huge, huge undertaking. So let's take it a step back and let me ask you this. Tell yeah. me what your basic system looks like right now. Like, Do you have a system that you use to juggle your everyday demands? You know, in some parts I do, and in some I don't. So for instance, my morning routine is the same. I get up, I, I, when COVID came, I stopped going to the gym because gyms were closed. So I bought a spin bike. So I get up, I take a left out of the bedroom and I I do my bike. I, I use the Peloton app. I do a couple of different workouts. That's the same all, all the time. Um, 
that hasn't changed because that's what fuels me. It's having, I have, you know, I get my same foods that I eat. I haven't changed my eating habits. What has changed is honestly is kind of motivation, you know? So I've, I've used all this energy in other places. I won't let go of the energy that I use to do my exercises because that's really important to me. But then I don't have energy left for the other things. So yeah. my system kind of falls apart as the day goes yeah. on. Yeah. So I think you just unlocked. I think you just unlocked one key observation, which is when you look at what's going well, sometimes, you know, they say there's this awesome quote that says success leaves clues. So when you look at what is going well, it's your exercise habit. And I think the clue that you unlock is that because it's a habit, you don't have to think about it. You're crystal clear. I do this first thing in the morning. I come out of my bedroom and I take a left and this is what I do. Yeah. You don't, I imagine you're not asking yourself, do I feel like it? Do I not? Is this the best thing to do right now? Is there something else I should be doing there? Is the weather good? Is the weather not good? There's none of that. It's just, this is what I do. And because mm -hmm. you have created that habit, it happens consistently. And it almost, you almost like don't even give yourself credit. It feels too easy because it's just what you do. But what's really yeah. important to see is that it's that habit is what's making that get done. Mm, so yeah. if that is working so well in one area, the question I like to ask is how can you borrow from that success and apply it to another area? So one thing that I think is so much of a game changer is creating this habit. And I, Lisa, because you've followed me for a while, you may have heard me say this. And I think others who have listened to me for a while, I hope have heard me say this. But the other habit that I really want to invite you to focus on is creating one time during the week. It could be Sunday morning. It could be Friday afternoon, whatever works for you, which I call the planning session where you set up your plan for the whole next week. That way, and we can go into a little bit more about what that could look like, but that way, when you do it in advance, you have a chance to be really intentional and kind of look at everything on your plate and make those decisions about how you want things to go when you don't actually have to do the work, but you're just thinking about it. And I'm going to repeat what I said on the last live coaching session, which is that when throughout the day, when you're trying to do both, you're trying to make decisions about what the most important thing is, and then you have to do it. It's so exhausting that it fails. You know, can you imagine every hour? Should I do this? Should I do that? Okay, now do it. Should I do this? Should I do that? Now do it. Totally exhausting. Yeah. So it's basically having a plan yeah. that I'm not creating in that moment when it's crunch time. Exactly. Yeah. Well, actually, before it's crunch time. So I want you to make the plan yeah. before the day even happens. And yes. then you can yeah. make adjustments if something unexpected comes up. Like if your daughter says, you know, my son is sick. Can you watch him for the day? You're like, OK, you can pivot and make adjustments. But it's so much easier to make tweaks to a plan that you already created than to figure out the plan while you go. So when you think about that, what do you think would be a good day of the week for you to do your planning session? Probably Sunday. Okay. Because I'm, I'm, I'll be working Monday through Friday, Saturday, Saturday's housework day. Yeah. Um, Sunday's the day we go to mass. Then we kind of do, maybe we do something, maybe we don't do anything. So I think Sunday mornings are probably a good time for me to do that. Okay, perfect. So what I want you to do, do you have any kind of calendar that you use, like your phone or a paper planner? 
I'm a very, I'm very old school. I like it all in black and white written down. Okay. Um, so I have, I have a book. I actually tried to create like a Google Doc, and I and I just put in my own graphs of my own columns of each day of the week and sort of tasks. Okay. Whatever works for you. Everybody's a little bit different. So if that's something that you're familiar with and that's visually appealing to you and works for you, then do that. So have you been using that lately? I just, um, since I've, um, since I've started looking at the, the time management mini course, <laughs> I just started doing that and writing things down that I really need to get done. So and over the summer, <laughs> over the summer, you weren't using that. No, no. The only thing I was use, I've been using up until this point is my little pocket calendar where I write appointments. Yeah. Um, so that I don't forget <laughs> that I yeah. have appointments. But uh, yeah. But um, to me, it's very gratifying to cross something off the list. Totally. And then to see it, I was actually going to use a whiteboard, but I thought no, because then if I erase it every day, I won't see. This is what I've done. Yeah. And I just really like gratification of seeing what I've accomplished. Totally get that. Yeah. So then use this system that you have used before and um, we you just need to get back into it. You don't need to choose a new one because you know you like this and this works for you when you use it. But of course, the key is to use it. So you're going to recommit today to using it again in conjunction with this new habit of sitting down on Sunday mornings and creating your plan for the week. So I want to highlight something that you said, and this is interesting because this is the second live coaching session that I've done for the podcast. And I think it's going to be interesting to see what themes come up because there's some overlap between you and the um, client that I was working with last week. And she was saying the same thing that there, there are systems and strategies she had used in the past that really worked, but she kind of slipped away from them. And so we did the same thing and recommitted. So it was the same thing, using the planner, taking out the tools that have worked before and actually using them and, and really committing to that weekly habit of setting up the plan in advance. So those are two big things that we have uncovered so far that I think are going to make a huge difference for you. And then we also uncovered the clue that you do really well with habit. When you do something at the same time in, during the day over and over again, it becomes automatic and that really works for you. So we mm -hmm. can build upon that and add different aspects of your time management. So how do you feel about that so far? I like it. I think I, it makes sense because I mean, it's a great, it's a great comparison that, yeah, the thing, the thing that I have made a habit happens every single day. Mm -hmm. Exercising happens every single day. So I think mm -hmm. it, makes, it makes sense. And and again, Sunday morning is a great for me for the week, make my plan. So I think that's a I think it's a great plan. Yeah. And what I might also add to that is that it can help to make your intention known to the people that you live with so that they're not surprised. So you could let your husband, you know, on Sunday mornings, I'm going to be doing this planning. So you might see me kind of pull away and sit down wherever I'm going to sit down and do that and just, you know, let them know this is what I'm going to be doing. And this will help set me up for success. And 
in a lot of families, I was actually thinking about initiating this with my kids because I do this every week. And I was thinking, wow, I didn't learn this until a couple of years ago. And imagine if I could teach my kids to do this now to start looking at their whole whole week as they go back to school. I would be so happy about that. So you could invite your husband to do the same thing yeah. um, or other family members, but just make it known so people aren't questioning, well, where are you? You disappeared after church and and wondering yeah. where you are. So that can be really helpful to just make it known. And then if something comes up, let's say you decide to go get a bite to eat after church, then you can just bump it and just know, okay, that was in the calendar, but something came up. So I'm not going to just abandon it and say, oh, I failed for the week. See, this doesn't work. You're just going to move it and make it known to your husband. Okay. Yep. I'll go get some brunch. But when we come back, the first thing I want to do is my planning session, just so I get it done and I don't forget about it. So you can always mm -hmm. move it around a little bit and yeah. make adjustments, but you'll be so much more likely to do it when you knew that you had it there in the calendar, but you just had to move the time and adjust it a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I think this is the third yeah. thing that I want to that talk about. That makes total sense. Yeah. The no, third that thing makes that sense. I want us to talk about is because you've mentioned that you have your little pocket calendar and that's where you write all of your appointments. And it looks or it, it sounds like you're really good about that. Like when you make an appointment, you write it in there. You're always looking at that. You know where they are. I imagine you're not someone who forgets about them and then just doesn't show up, right? No, no, I write them down. As soon as I make an appointment, it's in my calendar. And how often do you look at that little calendar? Um, I usually look at it in the beginning of the week um, and just kind of see what my week looks like. But it's funny because once I write it down, I know it's there. Yep. If I yeah. don't write it down, I'll forget. And my my mom, that was a strategy my mom always talked about. Write something down. You probably will never have to look at. Or if she didn't have pen and paper available, she'd write it in the air. Oh, that's so <laughs> funny. That, sort of that that muscle mind connection of going through that motion, the modality of mm -hmm. it, I think would uh, work for her. Um, but once I write it down, I'm typically, um, I might have to go back and just, I'll, usually what I'll do is go back in and confirm the time. Like, okay, I know I have a hair appointment to, tomorrow. Let me just confirm the time. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure it's 3.30, but let me check. Um, but if I write it down, it's, I'm, it's really, it's etched in my brain. I find that to be true as well. I really like, I use a combination of my phone and my paper planner, but I find the same thing that when I write it all out in the planner, then I, it just helps my brain process that information for the week. And I kind of have it and I see the visual in my head of it all written out. And somehow that sticks more than just mm. looking at the calendar on my phone. And oftentimes I, I don't have to look at it, but I do just to make sure, like you said, just double check, but yeah, just writing it out can mm. actually really help it stick into your brain. But here's yeah. the thing. So you're really good at the appointments that have a specific date and time, which is really common. And where you're getting more stuck is everything else. It's the things that are important that you want to do, but they could happen anytime. And so how do you know when the right time is to work on them? Because they're not locked in. Yeah. Yeah. It's too abstract. It, right. It's too abstract for me. I need it to be concrete. Exactly. So you're going to read about that in the mini course. So um, definitely tune in to that section, but we can go over it briefly here. And the idea is that when you sit down for your planning session, you want to take a look at all those things that are on your to-do list, decide, okay, what's the priority for this week? Obviously, 
you can't work on everything and they might all feel important, but you have to pick something because we just can't do everything. And right. that's where people get really stuck is when you look at the whole list, like I'll show you, I know people on the podcast won't be able to see this, but I'll show you this on our video. This is my to-do list here. And I probably have like 25 things here. And when I look at them all, I'm like, yeah, I should do that this week and that and that, and they all feel important, but I know I can't. So I end up circling four or five of them and I decide those are the priorities for the week. And I just am going to focus on those and let everything else go for now. And then next week I'll revisit and I'll evaluate that. But then the magical step is taking those priorities and assigning a specific day and time. So, you know, okay, Saturday morning, I'm going to do this or Wednesday after work, I'm going to spend an hour and take care of this. And when it's crystal clear like that, you're going to get it done just like you're going to get to your appointments. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Because now it's written sp- down. Yeah, yeah, I they are they're turning. <laughs> yeah, what else is going they, to Yeah, my wheels are spinning. Mm-hmm. Um, just thinking about, okay, does the tool that I have work, um, you know, in terms of does the point, because I do have... Um, I have another, I've tried, I tried different things. Um, so I have another planning book that gives me like the one you have, it, it provides a column on the side. And I actually did start writing the tasks down on there, um, but I haven't gone to the next step of writing them into a specific date. Right. But I'm thinking mm-hmm. that tool might work well. Um, yeah. To, to write those tasks down. And I have crossed a couple of things off. I didn't assign them anywhere, but I did them and crossed them off. Yeah. So I think if yeah. I make it more organized and make the plan more organized and more concrete, that's going to get me going in the right direction. Yeah. I 100% agree. You could even play around with colors. So someone suggested this to me in one of the groups that I was teaching about using um, colored pens. And I was like, are you kidding me? That's just way too complicated. No way. And then one day I decided to embrace it and I totally love it. And I think for you, you might love that too, um, based on what you said with your, the original tool that you used to use with your, like your document, you like to have the different categories. And so maybe if you're going to use a list, you could keep your categories separate with different colors. And then visually that's going to appeal to your brain. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's yeah. And it's funny, I have all different colored ballpoint pens. So yeah, I'm kind of a pen person. You're (laughs) a teacher. Of course you are. (laughs) There you go. That's right. So that makes that makes really good sense. Yeah. Yeah. And and maybe, yeah, different, whether it's categories, whether it's something at home, something outside of home. Yeah, that makes makes really good sense. Exactly. All right. So Here's what we're going to do, Lisa. I'm so excited for you. I think you have maybe six or seven new things to implement that are going to really help you feel in control, intentional, on top of things, and you're going to feel so much better. So what I want you to do is work on this for two weeks and then put a note in your calendar to reach out to me and send me an update and let me know how it's going. Perfect. Okay. So we covered a lot today and I'm just curious as we think about wrapping up, if you had to pick one thing 
one thing that stands out as the biggest aha moment for you today, what would you say that is? I think, let me see. I think it's making the plan before I'm in the moment, making that plan for the week. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it sounds to me like that's the foundation for a successful week. I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. It's going to be a game changer for you. Yeah, I think so. And let's insert the word habit because that works so well for you. For you, So you're going to, in addition to your daily exercise habit, you're going to create the weekly habit of setting up your plan for the week. Yes. I'm going to make an arrow here that that's habit. Okay. Yep. I think, uh, yeah, it feels good. It feels good to have a plan. I can see your face like you're smiling. You seem brighter and lighter and yeah. like you feel so much more energized about all this than you did at the beginning of the call. Yeah, it's it's um, it's interesting. I think. I think. What, what I've found with anything is. Well, being chunking things down is always list and that plan is really chunking it down. You know, if I have a closet to clean, maybe I one day and the hanging part one day and the floor another day. I, you know, just so I yep. think that will help me. And and who knows, maybe I'll start and just get it all done in one day because I know I don't have to. Exactly. It's so psychological, right? <laughs> Yeah, it's still yep. psychological. <laughs> so that's a whole nother strategy that maybe we'll save it. We maybe we'll do a follow-up check-in episode and we can talk more about that. But taking a yeah. big task like cleaning a closet or cleaning a room and breaking it down into smaller bits yeah. is another really, really great strategy. So your intuition is already guiding you well. You have a lot of tools and you have a lot of strategies. We're just kind of building upon them, making some adjustments to make them work better for you. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much, Lisa, for being willing to be here today and share some of your struggles so that other people can hear the live coaching and benefit from that as well. So really, I thank you so much. This has been really great. And I'm so excited to hear from you in two weeks and hear how this is all going. Thank you. And thank you, too. I really appreciate your time and, and your um, your guidance, because, um, you know, even though I, I have the tools Sometimes we forget to take them out of the toolbox. <laughs> and that's I think such that's a good way of doing it. Such a good way. Yep, yeah, I love thank that. You. I, I appreciate love it. it. Yeah. Okay, my pleasure. And thank you to everyone for listening today. I hope you got a lot of thoughts about how to apply these strategies and insights into your own challenges. And stay tuned. I'll be back next week for another coaching episode. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Healthy Habits for Life. If you love today's episode, please follow me on iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. These are so important and will enable others like you to find this podcast. Also, please share this podcast with your friends you know would also love it so we can get the word out. Thanks again for joining me. Until next week.